This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Nick Shelton is a best-selling author, speaker, and social strategy coach who helps introverts, shy, and socially awkward people upgrade their lives and lifestyles through networking using simple steps that are compatible with their personalities and won't compromise their energy. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so thrilled that you used the word simple in your introduction because... I believe that complexity is the um, the gateway to procrastination, the gateway to not doing anything. And so I want to give my listeners simple ideas they can implement today. So I love that that simplicity is music to my ears. Yes, absolutely. I tried to think of it like uh, everyone's familiar with the military bed making. And if you just walked in the room and said, someone said, make this bed military style, that would be hard to do. But the military breaks down the process into simple steps. So whether you're a genius or the opposite of a genius, everyone ends up with the same result, a perfectly made bed. And I said, okay, well, if we can do this same thing with social strategy, where if the steps are simple enough, something that you not only can do, but actually would do, then we can all get good results. Now, before we get into the strategies you're going to share with us today, I got to share a story. So I there's a term for me. It's called ambivert. Okay, that's someone who, when they're the center of attention, podcast, speaker, live broadcast, we come out of our shells. But other than that, I like to be an introvert. Well, I was on a show. I think it was one of my shows about a year ago. And I referred, no, I was on someone else's show because I remember they made a funny graphic about it. They said, uh, I referred to myself as an ambient vert. So let me set the record straight. I am not an ambient vert. I'm an ambivert. Okay. I guess I misspoke on the podcast and the guy picked it up, which, you know, to his credit, he did have a picture of an ambient tablet there and all that stuff. <laughs> um, but I am not an ambient vert. I'm an ambivert. So let's talk about, let's make sure everyone understands what we're talking about. So what is an introvert, an ambivert, and an and did I say introvert? Okay, I had it in my head. I think I said it backwards. So what's an introvert, ambivert, and extrovert? Okay, so it all has to do with your energy and uh, you know what you get from social interactions. And so the other day I saw a video from Simon Sinek where he had mentioned uh, about it's like if you wake up in the morning uh, with and you're an introvert and you'd wake up with five energy coins, let's say, and then every social interaction you have, you're giving a coin away and you have to be by yourself to recharge and get coins back. Whereas an extrovert, they wake up with no coins and they have to have those social interactions to get coins. And then the ambivert, they uh, have, it's kind of like a switch where in certain situations, circumstantial, they can uh, have characteristics of either of those. And so it kind of flips back and forth depending on the situation. Yeah. For me, when I'm on, like I said, live broadcast, doing a podcast interview, speaking from the stage, I'm on, I'm an extrovert. But if I have to go to a Christmas party, for example, I mean, it's only July 28th. We have a long time to Christmas, but I'm just using it as an example. I don't like to do small talk. I will go find a corner and just like, I don't know, look at my phone or something like that. That's what an ambivert is. But if someone said, hey, Mark, would you like to talk about productivity for half an hour? Like no one's ever going to do that at a Christmas party. I would come right. out of my shell. That's what an ambivert is. 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Someday someone's going to take me up on that. They're going to say, hey, Mark, while you're here, can you give us some time management tips? Uh, I will <laughs> I will do a podcast episode if that ever happens. So let's talk about the shy person because we live in the age of social media here in July of 2021. And, you know, if you want to be out there, you have to be out there. And being out there is like recording videos, whether it's on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook, or even taking it to another level and going live, which is even scarier because there's no editing. And I know a lot of my introvert friends, they don't go live because what if no one watches? What if they don't like what I say? And look, I, I'll tell you this. I go live on a regular basis. And sometimes nobody watches. People are busy. And I'm also not the only one in the world that is going live at that particular time. People's time is being pulled in so many different directions. So I think you should just get over yourself, pull off the bandage, fire up Facebook or Instagram, or if you have access to go live on TikTok, go live. Yeah, you're going to make mistakes, but you're never going to learn until you do it and make mistakes and get better. Right. And I think that, uh, there, yes, there's a lot of fear on going live, let's say, but that's because people are in their head on, oh, everyone's going to be judging me, thinking about me. But if you can switch it to making it about you're, you're trying to add value and put some value out there into the world. And whether somebody is watching you when you go live or not, you need to make that video anyway. And the, the only way that you're going to get better at it is by doing it. And so you can, in your mind, you could say, well, th- no one's going to see this. You can say, I don't, I'm going to record this as though no one's going to see it as though it's just for me, but it's live, you know, and then you do it. And if somebody watches it, fine. If not, fine. But you're getting those reps in to make you more comfortable. And if you get out of your head and start think, stop thinking about people judging you and just think about the value you can give and say, I'm just going to put some value out there and maybe that'll help someone, you'd be surprised at uh, how quickly you can get comfortable doing it. I remember a number of years ago, I self-published a book and I had some people that I thought were my friends and I asked them to read the book and they go, well, it could be better. And I really took that, you know, like, oh my gosh, I suck as a writer. But then one day it hit me, maybe I saw something on social media or read something. If someone judges you, whether you're writing a book, a blog post, going live, ask yourself, have they ever done it? And if they haven't done it by default, you're better. Okay. When I finally realized that if you say, oh, you suck on live, you never go live. So I'm better (laughs) than you. So that's how I got myself into that mindset. Yes, absolutely. That that is uh yes, you have to be careful on who you're taking uh the their opinions your your the their two cents from. 100%. I mean, I think there is uh Brendan Burchard told me through his training that true experts are students first. And it's really important who you're a student of. You know, if you're a student of Tony Robbins or Brendan Burchard or Dean Graciosi or Richard Richard, Richard Brunson, Those guys have plowed the path ahead, okay? But your brother-in-law, Fred, uh, has do you have best-selling books? Does he have courses? Is he he a multimillionaire? So you really got to be careful who you're listening to. And I think, you know, a lot of people are like yipping chihuahuas. They make a lot of noise, but they don't know what they're talking about. 
And now I love dogs, so don't send me hate email, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying that you need to be very careful who you're learning from. Just because they call themselves a productivity expert or a social media expert, that doesn't mean they know what they're talking about. So make sure you're very purposeful about who you're learning from. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So what are some tips, whether people want to go live? I mean, most of my audience is entrepreneurs. They're they're introverts. They're shy. They don't want to record a video or maybe they're perfectionists and they don't because their introversion combines with their perfectionism. They don't want to create a video because they're a harsh critic. How can they go over that? Because I really believe, Nick, that everyone was put on this planet for a purpose and you are, there are people out there that want to hear your message. And by you saying, well, no one wants to hear my message. You're not serving these people. So people who are listening to the show who are in that category, what strategies do you have for them that can get them out of that, that, um, that prison, I guess you could say, so they can start serving people. Once again, I'd say, uh, do it as though no one's gonna, no one's going to ever watch it first. And then, you know, if you do something really crazy, then you can dial it in, but uh, start putting out content. So for example, uh, you could say for the next 30 days, I'm going to do a video a day. And it doesn't have to be live. If you just record a video, it doesn't have to be a certain length. If you just do something, so maybe it's 30 seconds and you post it every day for 30 days and maybe you record five of them in one evening and then you just post them every day, but you're doing something, you're just exercising those muscles and uh, whether it, you know, I, in people's minds, a lot of times they'll think, oh, I have to, it has to be some hard hitting, super over the top piece that everyone's going to think I'm going to win awards for this one video. No, just put something out. It, it could just be just your thoughts of the day. It could say, oh, I had this dream last night. Just make a video about something every single day. And, you know, I know that people think, well, you know, if I put a video out, then I, I want to have a whole bunch of subscribers and a whole bunch of views on all my stuff, but that's not how it, it, it starts. It doesn't work that way. Everyone has to start off from the same starting point mm -hmm. and you start putting stuff out. And then maybe after a month, maybe your videos will have one view and that might be from you looking at it, <laughs> but you know, it's out there. And then sooner or later, it's there for someone to stumble upon and they say, Oh, I like this. Then they start sharing it with other people. But that can never happen if you don't have the content there. So you have to at least put it out. And I know some people are, you know, they might feel okay with their voice out there, but they don't want, they, they feel they look goofy on their camera. But just, there's a lot of really interesting looking people on their videos. So go ahead and just step up and put yourself out there as well. And, you know, you have a message to deliver. So deliver that message. People aren't going to say, well, you, uh, you have a orange hat on or something. So I'm not going to listen to you because you're wearing that hat. No, it's just, they want, they're coming for the message. So mm -hmm. give them the message. Hey, you listening to the Mark Jachowski podcast. Thank you so much for doing so. I really appreciate it. But are you a Mark Jachowski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter and you can sign up right now by going to mrproductivity.com. M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Gary Vaynerchuk, one of the most successful entrepreneurs in the current time. If you go back and listen to him, when he first started on YouTube, the videos were horrible and nobody watched for like three, four, five, six months. 
People don't know that. They look at Gary now with his quadrillion fans. But in the beginning, to your point, nobody was watching but him and maybe his mother. So keep right. it in the back of your mind. Something else Gary says I absolutely love is don't care, but then do care. So don't care what people think, but then care what they think. Now, when you first heard that, if you do what I did, you're like, wait a minute, don't care, do care. Don't get out of your head because what happens is it could paralyze you. So Gary's really famous for saying document don't create. That's exactly what you just alluded to. People right. are out there trying to figure out how I can help people be more uh, better as introverts or productivity or social media. But we can find that information on Google, but right. people don't know our story. So what I do is I share on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram every day what I'm doing during the day. And People respond to that more because it's my story. If I say, here are the five productivity tips to give you more time in your day, you're like, yawn, I've heard this before. <laughs> so share your story because here's the thing. When you share your story, nobody can say that's not true. No one right. can say, you know, who cares? It's your story. If you don't want to follow me, like I remember about two weeks ago, I decided I'm going to be go really big on TikTok, right? Because it's the hottest platform right now. And yep. so I started following TikTok teachers. And they said, you got to know trending sounds and you got to know trending, you know, hashtags and trending video types and trending this, that, and the other thing. And then I said, you know what? And I made a video on this TikTok. I said, I don't care. I'm going to produce a video, watch it. Don't watch it. I don't care because I'm right. not going to tie myself up and not figure out what's the latest sound. How long should the video should be? Should I wear a shirt? Shall I work? That's too exhausting, Nick. I said, right. I'm going to record videos. If you don't like them, go to the next one. <laughs> yes, exactly. And one good point that you were making on the, you know, talking about your day, it makes you human. It makes yes. you relatable. So you're not just this machine cranking out facts. Here's a tip. Here's a tip. You're, you say, hey, today, you know, went and I have uh, cucumbers were on sale and I hear that they're good to keep your body hydrated. So, I, you know, and then people might say, oh, yeah, OK, I remember seeing something about that. You know, it just breaks it down and makes people makes people more comfortable with you and seeing that you are an actual real person. Something you said earlier about, you know, publishing for 30 days. I'm reading Traffic Secrets by R Richard Brunson right now, and he suggests you should pick one platform whether it's a blog or video or in my case, a podcast and do it every day for a year. And the reason why is over that year, number one, you're going to discover your voice. Number two, you're going to get really comfortable with the medium. Okay. And you'll start out. No one will care. And then as the months go by, more and more people go, wow, because people are impressed when you do something consistently, people are like, wow. Nick's been doing this every day for six, seven months. I, right. I'm not even doing it once a week. And, and so you get people following you. So I encourage the listener, whether you want to write, whether you want to create a podcast, whether you want to do video, commit to it and then do it every day. I don't care if one day it's horrible. The next day is eh, one day. It's great. Just do it every day for a year. You will see your growth exponentially. I started podcasting every day, Christmas day, 2020. I pledged going all the way, at least until December 31st this year, which will be about what? 371 days in a row. And I'm discovering my voice. I'm getting much more comfortable what I'm doing. So I would lay the gauntlet down for the listener pick something. I don't care what it is and do it every single day for a year and then come back and tell me if you're not a better person 
in a year from now than you are today. Absolutely. Well, they say that what you make a habit after doing something after 21 days, something like that. And so definitely after, you know, the first month or second month, this will be part of your day. You'll probably feel weird if you don't do it because it's <laughs> almost almost like therapy. Yes. You, know, you say, I get used to getting in front of the camera and saying stuff. And if you don't do it, kind of also like exercise. If somebody is used to jogging every day and then one day they don't do it, they're going to feel weird that day <laughs> because they didn't get their jog in. You know, it's interesting you brought up jogging is I have run 1,430 days in a row as of today. Wow. I started August 29th, 2017. And when people ask me, oh, my gosh, how did you run so many days in a row? Ran day one. Ran day two, then day 50, then day 100. You don't get the 1,430 days in one day. Right. And so I don't care what you're trying to do every day. You have to start at one. And that's why the number one scares me because people go, well, are you ever going to take a break from your streak? No, because I need to start over at one. You think I'm going to start? A, I mean, I will may run on crutches or or crawling. It's never happened. Thankfully, I'm I'm healthy, but I'm not going to start over at one. I've done the podcast every day since christmas day 2020 and i told people i'm not going to do a podcast every day in 2022 but the more i say that to people i'm like do i really want my streak to end at 371 days so now my mind's going dude you know you're not going to stop a podcast a day in 2022 there's no way you're you're gonna do that and so i may keep doing it because you know what i've been doing it so long nick it's 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 like a habit of mine Every day I turn on yes. an episode. If a guest cancel, like you're here today, we just met yesterday. No, I'm sorry. This is a day delay. I'm sorry about that, listener. Today, you're listening to this on Wednesday, July 28th, okay? I just met Nick on July 26th. July 27th, he showed up for my podcast because my guest today couldn't make it, okay? So I was going to do a, a solo episode, but then Nick said, yeah, I'll show up tomorrow which is after yes. yesterday for you. So the point is I've got this flow in. So if a guest cancels, I try to find someone to fill the spot. If not, I do a solo episode, but it doesn't cause me stress because I've been doing it every day since Christmas day, 2020. Now, if I just started last week, that'll be different because last week I haven't established a habit yet. Right. And I would like to, uh, share with your listeners a few tips for when they actually have to go out because there's a lot of things right now where you can do online, <laughs> yes. but sooner or later, you usually will have to show up somewhere in person. And when that happens, uh, body language is really important. And I have a few tips that, uh, that I think will be really helpful for body language. Please I share those. Please. Okay. So. One thing, when you walk into a venue or you're walking around, uh, uh, one of my friends had asked me one time, I wish I could see myself to see how I look when I enter enter a room and what, what could I do? And I said, okay, well, you can do what's called the cape walk, which is walking like you're wearing a cape. <laughs> and so that way, you know, if you're wearing a cape, you're not going to be slouching and you know, walking in a weird way, you will, you'll stand upright. Your, your posture is going to be good because you want your that. cape to flow. You want it to have a good drape to it. <laughs> so, and this works for men or women, you know, whatever, uh, if you picture you're wearing a cape and you walk like that, you will have the, you will have a really nice walk and you will have the good posture where people will notice, Oh, this, 
this person seems confident. They seem like they know what they're doing. And it's, and so it's really easy. All you have to do, like what I do when I walk in, I just think in my mind, capewalk. And then I do it. And then if I'm sitting down, I get up, I have to go over to where the sandwiches are. I go, okay, capewalk. And <laughs> so that gets that. And then once you are sitting down, seated somewhere, you know, first you're going to want to stay off your phone, keep your hands above the table. Also, we want to see those hands. And uh, for a way to sit that you want to look calm, cool, approachable, confident, uh, the way that uh, an easy way to remember to do that is what I call Duke cookie face. And uh, that is, I was at a uh, holiday party many years ago and I was thinking uh, the, the woman I was dating at the time, uh, it was at her company, her company function. And I said, none of these people know me. They all know her. They're going to be uh, looking at me, trying to you know size me up and see what I'm about. And so I have to project something good. So how do I do that? So I was thinking, okay, imagine if I was a nobleman, you know, how would a nobleman sit? And so whatever that is in your mind, the listener, uh, nobleman, noblewoman, duke, duchess, uh, how would they sit? So it's not going to be, they're not going to be slouching because they're, you know, they're a noble, uh, but they're not going to be rigid. So it's going to be a good posture, uh, but it's going to be a relaxed, good posture. And so whatever that is in your mind, how would a noble, a duke or a duchess sit? Then you, you form your body like that. And then for your face. So, you know, I apparently used to have kind of a scowl or something. So people would say, are you angry at me? And I was like, what are you talking about? So to correct that, um, I pictured if I'm entering my best friend's house and uh, I'm hit by the aroma of fresh baked cookies. Uh -huh. And I, I love cookies and I know I'm going to be offered cookies soon. So cookies are imminent. <laughs> cookies are coming. And so, so you're not grinning like a crazy person, but you, you have a nice kind of glow about you like, Hey, cookies are coming. And so if you have that, the, the Duke and, or Duchess, uh, seating style, and then you think, uh, cookies are coming and that's your facial expression, then you're going to look really approachable. People are going to say, wow, they, they have a glow to them. Look that because you, you have a nice, so it's a nice little body posture hack to do that. And if you catch eyes with somebody, lock eyes with somebody, telepathically think cookies are coming, you know, <laughs> like you're letting them know. And I don't know what they receive on their end, but they're getting a good, good vibe from you. So that is a, just a quick little tip. So you got the cape walk and you got the Duke or Duchess cookie face and that'll put you in a right uh, spot for the proper body language. Have you had enough or are you hungry for more? You can find more of Mr. Productivity on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. All you have to do is go to those apps and search for Mr. Productivity. Two words, Mr. Productivity on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. I love that. And when you're talking about the cape walk, what I was thinking is I wonder what it looked like when I run. Because I have this vision in my head that I'm like the world's greatest runner, like one of those guys from Kenyan, Kenya who win every uh, every race ever on. They didn't even break us away. I, 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 my mind is that's what I look like. In reality, yes. <laughs> probably not. Um, and when I run early in the morning, I probably look like a zombie. But but yes. you're absolutely right. You know, we all know those people where you'd like to go meet them and like, oh, they, they look like they drank some sour milk or something. And they just right. have this expression on their face and they look like they don't want to be there. And you don't want to go up and approach them. And when you were talking there with the tips, I'm like, huh, 
how do I look when I'm out in public? Do I have right. a scowl on my face? Uh, when I speak, I know when I'm on stage, people told me I'm, I'm this ball of energy. I look so happy. I look, you know, like a tigger from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. But when I'm just at an event, what what I look like, and I and, and now you've got me thinking, you know, when I go out in public again, whether it's to church on this weekend or whatever the case may be, I'm really going to think about this conversation with you and think about, okay, what are people seeing in me? Because what I may think I may be showing and what they actually see, there may be a disconnect there. And that would maybe push some people away. Yes, absolutely. And uh, so, yes, it's very important. If you have this, then you know you're covered. If you're uh, walking like this, sitting like this, that takes care of that. And then another thing for when you actually have to speak with people and you're trying to get past that uh, – the small talk and into something a little deeper. Well, it's it's always good to be a little vulnerable, so you can talk about an embarrassing moment that you had, and that uh, breaks down those walls. And then they'll usually share an embarrassing moment. Or uh, you can always ask advice because people love giving advice. <laughs> and so if you can say, and and especially if you don't come in and, and act like you know everything, if you just say, I don't really know how this works. How does this? How does this work? Where do we go? What happens after this? Or if you find out that they are into beekeeping, let's say, and then you'd say, huh, beekeeping, very interesting. If I were to uh, decide to start beekeeping, where what's a good beginner type of bee? How do you begin beekeeping? And then if that's their hobby, they're into that, they would love to shower you with knowledge about to show off what they know and to you know open up to you. And in in, in that way, they're kind of investing in you uh, because if you did, say, decide to start beekeeping and you got a little hive or something and then you called them and said, hey, I did what you said. Now there's this bond has been created and you're that's one of my people. I, he came to me. He could have come to anyone and asked about bees. Came to me and now look at him and now your success. They're invested in your success. But it all starts by either you know being vulnerable, not pretending to know everything, asking advice and so either sharing some uh, an embarrassing moment of yours, asking some advice from them, and that helps open up those pathways of communication. And it goes back to what I said earlier, what Brendan Burchard said, be the student first. So you mentioned a couple times in our conversation, don't act like you know everything. True experts don't. True experts are curious. Oh, why does this happen? Or why do you do it this way? And if you have that mentality that you're a student, you'll ask more questions because you'll be more curious. And as a result, you'll grow. And I, for the longest time when I was younger, I, oh, I got it all figured out. Now I'm like, you know what? I want to be curious because when I look at all the successful people in our world today, the vast majority of them are very curious. Yes. And I'm like, there's something to that. So be curious and, and, like you said, be vulnerable and say, well, I don't quite understand that. Uh, can you explain it? Because if you talk to me about productivity, man, I'm going to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk because I love talking about productivity and time management, not the performance. And so if you talk to me about that, I'm fine. If you say, hey, what do you think about the stock market? I'm like, I've got no <laughs> clue. And so right. I, I love your tips. They're fantastic. So um, th- is there anything else you want to share with us today before we wrap up? Yes, I wanted to talk about so you know you have the, the the before you actually go out, you know your online stuff, make your videos, all that. Then we talked about trying to get that connection going, but 
Then a thing that people really are usually not all that good at is maintaining their relationships. So they go out and they, they connect, but then they, they drop the ball. They don't maintain the relationships. So uh, the quick tip on how to – the easiest way that I found to maintain relationships is uh, once every three months, so quarterly, go through your email contacts list, uh, both personal and business, and go through your phone contacts list. And make a list of people that you should have talked to in the last three months that you did not. And then you're going to want to go down that list and contact these people. But it doesn't have to be like you have to call all, the, all these people. You can what, – what I like to do is I like to get out my phone and do a video. So I'll just do a video and say, ah. hey, Mark, I haven't talked to you for a while. I haven't forgot about you. How's the knee? How's the new baby? You know, what, whatever was going on last time we talked. And then I say, and here's what's going on with me. And then that way it just kind of reaches out to you, lets you know that the latest with me that I'm still, I haven't forgot about you. And then that way, uh, it's not one of these things where it, it's been four years and I haven't talked to you. And I say, Oh, hey, uh, can I get a favor from you? And you say, you haven't talked to me for four years. But if I, if quarterly at least I'm reaching out and catching up, I'll know what's going on with you. You'll know what's going on with me. And then if there's something that comes up that I think would be perfect for you, I'd say, Oh, this would be great for Mark. Or if there's something that uh, pops up where people are asking about, you know, introvert stuff, then you say, Oh, yeah. Hey, I was just talking with Nick the other day. And, you know, he's looking for something like this. And so it just helps that uh, network that you've built. Uh, so it's not just decaying and rotting on the vine. You're actively just going through quarterly saying, who should I have talked to? Because there's some people that you just always talk to no matter what. But then there's people that you should have talked to that you didn't. And we want to make sure that you reach out and just touch base, do a video, do a little voice message. It's really easy to do. Or... You know, email is not as good as those other two things. I like the video because they can see you, they can hear you, and it's much better. But if you have to, then sure, you can do an, an, an email or, you know, get on the phone. Call them if, if that's your relationship is at that level, then you can call them or see them in person. Say, hey, Mark, we need to get lunch. You know, um, you, you got me thinking there because what I started doing recently, about three, four weeks ago, because I love my birthday. And what occurred to me on my birthday, my birthday is June 21st, is on LinkedIn and Facebook, you get all these birthday greetings, but they're basically just saying happy birthday. That's it. Yes. And so what I decided to do, and I, as you know, I asked my guests what their birthday is because I want to send a personalized birthday text because I think birthdays are pretty cool. But now you got me thinking what I may do instead of sending a birthday text is sending a birthday video through texting. Which is a good idea. See, that's, see, listeners, see what I just did there? I learned from Nick. So I'm already doing the birthday text. Now I'll do yes. a birthday video sent by text because I think that little touch point is really nice because most people get the generic happy birthday. But if right. I take the opportunity to send them a quick 5, 10, 15 second video on their birthday, they're like, wow, you know, how many birthday, let me ask you, listener, how many birthday videos do you get? Probably none, maybe one. And so it just lets people know I'm thinking about them. So I'm going to, I'm going to tweak my little birthday texting. By the way, you recently had a birthday, didn't you? Yes, I did. Wow. And I I think people sent me, I think I got two 
two birthday videos that people sent me. See? So that was pretty good. They stand out. Yeah, they exactly. You out. remember those. So uh, next year, I'll hit you up and uh, send you a birthday birthday video. But nice. uh, Nick, absolute delight talking to you. Where can we go to find out more about what you're doing in the world and the dent you're going to put in the universe? So connectedintrovert.com, connectedintrovert.com uh, is the place where it'll give you all the information. I have a book out called An Introvert's Guide to World Domination, and that is available on the website. You can get a free PDF of it on the website, or it'll give you a link to Amazon if you want to buy the uh, the paperback version. And uh, yeah, just connectedintrovert.com is where to go. Hmm, that sounds like the title of the episode. I wonder if I'm going to make that decision. That that just fits the title of the episode. Uh, Nick, thank you so much for being on the show today. Absolute delight talking to you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time and attention for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. Hey, are you a Mark Stucheski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter where I will send you value multiple times a week. And I promise you, every time I send an email out to my insiders, it always has value. So if you want to sign up, absolutely free. Just head on over to mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com.